Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright, welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. It's Wednesday. And you know what that means? No. That means That's it's in the middle of the week. To start every Battlefront episode, so we'll just go with that. <laughs> so, so it's either it's either you're crying because you still have half a week to go to the weekend, or you're crying because I'm crying with joy because of football season. Yeah. Yeah. Or Jared's actually crying because he spent $140 on Battlefront, and it's finally worth 40 now. I think. Yay. <laughs> so. Remind me of that. So before we jump into Battlefront, because I, I I do want to talk about it a little bit. There is one disappointing thing that kind of came out uh, last week, is the fact that we will not get another season of Daredevil or Jessica Jones till 2018. 2018, I'm still crying over that. Like, what in the world? Well, because they're in the Defender series, correct? So I guess they had to take the time to go do that. That they don't have time to do this third and second season of their shows. So I get there's timing stuff, but it still bumps me up. I, I say bullcrap. I really say bullcrap because Stephen Amell was doing The Arrow, guest starring on The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. And showed up to like three or four weeks of WWE and yeah. was in one of the main events. And yes. so... <laughs> so why can they not? I, I, I say bullcrap. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I I really don't know. I'm just trying to see the maybe positive side of it. Um, it is. It's really sad. Uh, but at yeah, least I, in the meantime, in the uh, meantime, we do get Luke Cage. We get Iron Fist and the Defenders. <sighs> it's true. But see, that's what scares me. There's no guarantee I'm going to like all those. That's so true. far, they've done really well, and I really love Daredevil and Jessica Jones. But we'll see how these go. Yeah. So I don't know. Legends of Tomorrow. That is a fact. Uh, you shut your mouth, Jared. Well, but Dan, <laughs> you like DC Legends of Tomorrow, right? I actually did. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And, you know, uh, Aaron that's been on the show, he started watching it because he's been like, oh, I need to see it, I need to see it. And the other day, uh, he's like, why haven't I watched this? I mean, he's enjoying it. I, I yeah. really enjoyed it, but I think I enjoy it because I know the backstory with you know, Vandal Savage and Hawkman and Hawk Girl, and I think they're doing a great job with it. I like Rip Torn or not Rip Rip Hunter's character. Um, and I really like how they're doing it. I really I really like how they're pulling things together. Um, it's however, it's not done at the same quality as the Flash or Arrow. 
but it's still enjoyable, and I, I have enjoyed it. Well, cool. Because that's what, and I mean, most of the time when I go to the studs, I listen to Jared and Jessica for the most part. Sometimes I think they're insane, but they seem pretty <laughs> against that show, so I still haven't given them a chance yet. Well, but so, so here's my my one here my biggest problem with the show. So you've got this all-powerful guy, Firestorm. Turns into fire, flies around, can throw fireballs. Eventually, he's able to start manipulating molecules and atoms to formulate anything he wants. And, the, and, and it, he's formed by two guys coming together. Almost every episode, they're never together. It's like, <laughs> what in the world? Why would you do this? It's like, it would be so easy. Oh, hey, yeah, those guys are attacking us. Boom, turn into Firestorm, start throwing fireballs at them, no, no big deal. Nope, they're never around to do that. That's, that's my biggest harp on that. I just so. thought it was too easy. Like... There's a point where it's like, yeah, it has to follow the comic book, but then there's also a point where it gets a little too cheesy, and that, for me, well, just wasn't... And this is the thing, is it there isn't a comic book out there, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, there, This is just kind of a new creation that they've kind of thrown together, which is a great idea. I really hope Season 2 kind of uh, improves, and we, we see less of the kind of the drama. I know... Uh, Captain Cold's gone. He's out of there. The weird story arc with Heatwave was interesting, but it kind of pulled me out of the story a little bit, which is never a good thing. Um, so I really hope they can kind of put things back together because the Time Council twist was okay, but seemed to be lacking. But again, again, it's still enjoyable, but not to the par of Arrow or... The Flash, or even Smallville. Um, I, I still think those are kind of up there. But it was it's still enjoyable. It's good. It's fun. If you're a comic book fan and enjoy the individual characters, you're going to enjoy it. If you're not a comic book fan of those characters, I can kind of see where you're like, eh, this isn't that great. Because you're not getting the inside jokes that they're putting out there. You're not getting the idiosyncrasies uh, of between the characters, so I can kind of see where Jared and Jessica are just like, this, is, this isn't this is that fun. This isn't great, because you know... You know, in today's day and age of, of superhero television, the bar has been set. Like, you, you have this expectation of the show being good or a show being bad. Yeah. Because when it's really good, it's really, really good. And when oh, yeah. it's just good, it just doesn't match up to what you're used to seeing. And so for me, it's just it's just under the bar. Yeah. You know, maybe it'll get better later. I'll give it another shot sometime. But right now, it just doesn't add up or match up to The Flash yeah. or, or other superhero shows we're used to. However, I will say, it is far and above Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, so. I will agree with you there. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just a uh, giant flop. So, all right. Um, other thing that I got here before we, we jump in Battlefront, uh, where is it? Um, so, Disney has announced they are officially rebooting The Rocketeer. Which is going to be interesting black, with a black female, female lead. lead. Yep. Oh. Yep. That's almost like uh, what was his name, William Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know, but it just it seems weird. Like I understand the movement of feminism and racism or whatever, pro like all this other stuff, but yeah, I don't know. So don't know. so so here's the thing is. They're calling it. 
they're they're saying rebooting, but it doesn't really sound reboot. So I, I was able to look around and found a synopsis. So the new show movie uh, keeps the story in a period setting um, that offers a fresh view on the characters. It's set six years after the original Rocketeer, and after uh, Cliff Scored has vanished while fighting the Nazis. An unlikely new hero emerges, a young African-American female pilot who takes up the mantle of Rocketeer in an attempt to stop an ambitious and corrupt rocket scientist from stealing jetpack technology in what could be uh, proved to be the turning point in the Cold War. That's so, better. That's better. As long as they're not trying to say, hey, we're, we're redoing the story yeah, so a, you know, lead, I, I can deal with that. Yeah, so I, I think... Doing it this way, they're still going to say, hey, the first one's there. We're just going to move it a little bit off. He's gone missing. We're going to put this character in. I can deal with that. I really can. Um, and I think, and again, I'm just spouting off. I think Disney is moving this way because of The Force Awakens. They've seen that a strong female character can carry a movie, and people will love it. Probably so it, like a yeah, and if it and if they're a highly likable character, I think it, it'll it'll win fans over. But you know, I I did go back. I I rewatched the original um, Rocketeer uh, several weeks ago, and oh my gosh, it's corny. It's horrible. <laughs> it you know I I remember watching it and being awed and loving it and Timothy Dalton and all and I was like this is cool and then I walked went back and watched it and it's like going back and watching the never ending story. It's a train wreck. It's horrible. You know it's just it's clunky and and I understand at the time frame it you know it was it was amazing it was amazing that they could pull that stuff off but wow yeah it's definitely dated. It is. It definitely is. But it would be cool to see, you know, like Jennifer Connelly come back to reprise her role, Alan Arkin to come back and reprise his role. Um, so who knows? We'll have to see what happens there. So, um, and then of course, there the new look. So they just sent out new pictures and uh, posters of the CW Supergirl. They have casted Tyler Hoechlin uh, as Superman. So he's going to be showing up in season three, so that's going to be interesting. So we'll just have to see how he does and uh, how well. So the Supergirl premieres in October, on October 10th. So we're going to get – the CW is just – they are the prime candidate for DC TV series. So Absolutely killing it. Yeah. So, all right. Let's quit talking about geek stuff, and let's talk about Star Wars Battlefront, because I know Jared wants to talk about it. Um. So we'll talk about that, and then next week we're going to have uh, Quirky Engine Entertainment coming on the show to talk about their Kickstarter and their new game called Chops, which is a cool get concept. You are you form a rock and roll band, and it is your job to make the most money and do a bunch of uh, gigs, and crazy stuff happens. We'll let them talk more about that. But until then, let's talk about Battlefront. All right, so... A new update was launched for Battlefront a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And we've been kind of going, uh, giving it a test run to see if it's living up to expectations. Up until this point, we've all been really disappointed with anything that EA pushed out for Battlefront. It's, it's quite honest. But I feel like this update, at least for me, especially having given it some time uh, in playing it, has really done justice to what I wanted Battlefront to be. 
so the update includes a single-player mode in which uh, you can play with a friend on split screen. You can play both um, Walker Assault and Fighter Squadron. And I feel like there will be more modes added later, but just as a taste right now, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, right now I'm okay. I really want to see, like, Extraction. I really love Extraction. I would love to see that come later um, and some of the other games. But for right now, I, I am enjoying it. I am, I'm playing it with my kids. They're constantly asking if they can play. They're enjoying it even more because they can play against each other or with friends. You can play anyway, you can play against you, one person can be rebels, one people can be imperials, or you can be on the same team, which that's even more fun, at least for me, because I'll admit I'm a little bit better than my kids, but they're getting better. But it's fun playing side by side with them, especially it's like, you know, on Walker Assault where you have those the, the two stations going off and it's like, Okay, you got that one, I got that one and we're we're working as a team and it's super fun, and I like it. It, d it does definitely bring more replay for me because up until that release, I hadn't even touched. I hadn't touched it for months. I just, it's like, oh, I got the oh. Bespin thing. I tried that out. Oh, cool. I was done. I, I didn't want to play it anymore. It brings a new aspect of playability because the whole point of the last Battlefront that I loved was getting together with my friends and playing against stupid bots and just having a good time. Because my stress level in playing. Battlefront Online is ridiculous. I hate it sometimes. sometimes oh, uh, I so do I. Relax. I want to go shoot some stormtroopers and have a good time. But before this update, it was all stress all the time because you just get owned if you don't bring your A game every single second you have a blaster in your hand. Yeah. No, I mean, the, I, I, I totally agree. Sometimes it's days are better. Now that school's out, it's like it never seems like any day time is better. Um it's like I'm always jumping on, and I'm just, it's, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. Um, especially the Bespin boards, you know, the Walker Assault there, it's like I'd walk out of a building, I'm dead. I turn a corner, I'm dead. And it's like, oh, yay, this is cool. But at least now, I have a killed, chance. Killed Bespin for me when it came out, because I was like, I just want to play. And yeah. I can't play, because there's some people that have kept playing since I got bored, and they're super good. And that's the only kind of person you run into online. Yeah. People that just absolutely own you. Now, so I, a lot of fun. I will admit the one thing I am disappointed about the update, because we do have Walker Assault, but we don't have Walker Assault on any of the specialty boards. We don't have it on Bespin. And uh, um, oh, what was the other one? But yes, I mean, the Bespin Walker Assault is in there. It's like, why is that? Um, so... But, you know, for now, like, I, I've been pretty happy. Because, I mean, the original Battlefront didn't have that many maps. It had a good selection, yeah. but it didn't have that much more than this one. Yeah. And we'll have even more pretty soon, I have to imagine, because I, I have to imagine there's a lot of people that feel the same way we do, where they're all of a sudden they went from not playing it at all to playing it pretty consistently because of the update. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing it at least once a day. And it's fun. You know, I, I, I'm enjoying it. The one, you know, and I like the fact that, you know, if I wanted to play a private match with a bunch of friends online, I can still do that. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah, you can still, like, if you want to play against bots and have a good time, you can add a friend to your private match and, you know, still be able to play with the bots, which is awesome. I think my favorite thing that I wasn't expecting in this update was the fact that you can play with multiple heroes on the same team. Oh, yeah, so, that's fun. Split screen. And you both want to be, you know, Boba Fett and Dengar or something. 
there's hero tokens for everybody. Everyone gets a hero token, and it's pretty dang fun. No, it, it is fun. I mean, that's one thing that's been enjoyable. Or, you know, I always pick Darth Vader, hands down. Uh, I enjoy that. But you know, depending on which boy is playing, it's either Dengar or Boba Fett or even Palpatine, and it, it's fun being able to to be able to do that, where they can pick up a hero token. Where you know, if you're playing online, only one person can be the hero. No one else can. Oh yeah. And, and you just have to deal with that. But no. I'll be we, it too. Like Dengar has turned into a really cool character to me because of this game. Like he is such a tank in Battlefront. You know, I I have to agree, and and it sounds like they got the original voice actor to come back in and voice him as well. That's really interesting. Uh, um, I could be wrong, but it sounds like it. But man, he he, he takes out everything. I mean. Uh, we were doing the Walker Assault on Tatooine, and my son dropped, you know, at the very end where, you know, the, sh- the carrier ship is sitting, he drops down, and he, and he's just sitting there, and there's rebel after rebel coming after him on that, that, uh, point, or, or that device, uh, whatever, I can't remember what it's called now, where they have to hit the square to turn it off, um, the way, and he just sits there. I mean, he's there for like 15 minutes, just slaughtering things. He's doing that weird kick thing and his blaster and the grenades, and he's just. I I, I watched fair on single player now, because like if I if I pick up Dengar, I'll be playing as Dengar the entire time. Yeah. I rack up like 300 kills. Oh yeah, and he was like over 200, and I'm just like, holy crap! You know the reason why he's so beefy too is his special ability. Yeah. And the, Multiplayer, it's very balanced because it bases off how many kills you get. It'll up the percentage of your armor. And at a point where the armor is at full capacity, it's impossible to tear through that stuff. In single player, you're mowing down somebody every half second. So it's like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to be getting some serious kills, and you're going to be lasting as Dengar the entire game. Yeah. I, I wish I could say the same with Vader. Um, but it, it's still really fun to mow down. Yeah. Uh, and, no, I agree. And even playing Vader, it's super fun. You know, I'm just running down, force choke. You hear that crack? Someone drops to the ground. You, you lightsaber mo. Um, so it's it, it definitely has brought the joy of the game back for me. So I think my favorite hero interaction so far has been I was playing with um, my stepson. And he ended up being Rebels and I was Empire. We had this really epic Luke versus Vader battle. <laughs> you don't really get to see in person because it's always somebody random. That was really, really cool. For the first time, I was like, okay, I dig it. That was awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, we did something very similar. Um, and my, my son was like, oh, I'm going to kick your butt because I'm Luke and he's super fast, blah, blah, blah. And he just comes up and walks up to me and I just I do that force choke and it. And it, it doesn't kill him, but it hits him hard enough that he stumbles and, you know, he takes damage. And then I just come over and whack him a couple times and do it again. And he's like, how did you do that? I've never been able to do that. So it was awesome. So something else that's really cool that Battlefront is implementing in the future, we got to see our very first taste of uh, the, the new DLC uh, for the Death Star, which yeah. that is something completely new to the Battlefront world. Uh, being in outer space, which is something I was hoping to see in the initial launch, but it's gotten me really excited for the DLC. What are your thoughts? So the the fact that we'll actually finally be in space flying. Yeah. Um. 
I, I'm excited for it because that's what we get, we had in the old Battlefronts. The one thing though is how long is it going to take everyone to get used to it? Because up until now we've had a horizon, a sky, and a ground. That's going to be gone now. So is that going to be weird? Is that going to be able to bring a new 3D element that we're going to we're going to be okay with? Um, Did you have a really hard time with Battlefront 2 uh, in that aspect, or I I suck at flight. Let's <laughs> just let's just admit it. I even now with the fact that I'm not playing against other people on the split screen, I still suck. <laughs> My kids are. My kids are blowing up stuff left and right. I'm in the Millennium Falcon, which is the first time I've ever been able to fly the stupid thing, and I still can't kill things. Everybody has that mode that they're particularly good at. You know, mine yeah. happens to be the fi- fire squadron. But I think for me, the reason I'm mostly excited about it is because the moment I became a Star Wars fan, where I was like, yes, 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 was the initial uh, Death Star run in A New Hope. Like yes. that was, just, it still is the most epic thing of Star Wars for me. And finally, you know, we get to make that that trench run again, but it's modern. It's 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 more immersive and stuff like that. No, I mean, I I'm excited. I am excited. Don't don't get me wrong, because you know, in in the old Battlefront, it was really fun flying around and taking out the gun turrets and the shields and the engines um, while flying around, as well as flying into the docks, and then you, you kind of got a little bit of both. You could jump out of the ship and start attacking everyone in there, and you can take out the stuff inside you know, the, the destroyers. If they could pull that off, that would be fun too. Um, I don't know if they will, but that would that would be kind of cool. If it's just straight flight, that's still okay too, because you know if I can do some runs across a, a Star Destroyer and take stuff out at the same time as I'm taking out ships, that would be fun. I, I, I that would pull me back into those old days of the of the original game. Yeah, I'm I'm taking everything with a grain of salt right now cuz I mean, they they've managed to take Battlefront and make it not as good as the first one, but at the same yeah. time it's it's really hard to screw up something so classic. They that they is really take mechanics to pull this one off. Yeah. So and then last but not least, uh, you want to tell everybody the new uh, hero characters that we have coming down the pipe. Yeah, so with with the Death Star DLC, we're going to get Chewbacca, which, who doesn't who doesn't love a Wookiee? I'm pretty sure that's what people have wanted uh, the whole time, is Chewbacca, so oh, I yeah. feel like that'll make a lot of people happy. And then we're going to get Bosk as the villain, which I'm excited for. Bosk is a character that we didn't really see much of in, you know, the movies, but we got to see a lot of him in um, the Clone Wars. Uh, he's a total gentleman, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a really cool character, and he I, I want I hope you know Dengar again. Not one of those characters that was kind of eh because we didn't see much of him. We didn't really have much, and you know, even in the Clone Wars, he was kind of eh. In the game, he's a badass. I want to see a badass Bosk, and I think we can get it. He's got an amazing gun. He's, He's a Trandoshan, and I really, really hope that he just comes to the table and just kicks a lot of ass just like Boba Fett and, and Dengar do. I have to imagine they will. I, I think Chewbacca will be for the first kind of character like that for the Rebels, too. Yeah. Um, I, I think the only reason we haven't seen him sooner is because he's a more complicated skin uh, to develop, uh, a more yeah. complicated model, with all that hair and stuff. But, yeah. and, and with Chewbacca, I want... 
Bowcaster. Yeah, the Bowcaster to do the same thing that we saw in, you know, Episode 7. I want to see it hit someone and a stormtrooper flies away. Because we didn't get to see that in the original movie. thing once, when I get the new Chewbacca skin, I will be disappointed. Yeah. So. But I think those are two powerhouse characters that everyone can get excited about. Oh, yeah. Again, I'll always be disappointed that these weren't included in the game to begin with. But... I want to like Battlefront. I'm determined to like it, even if I have to force myself to. So, so just before we're out of time, I, I want to ask a question for you because every release has had a lot of ground battle maps. How do you think they're going to deal with the ground battle on the Death Star? Because it's it's a lot of hallways and rooms. I mean, they did a good job in the original Battlefront, but I haven't seen anything like that um, on this and and. I, I could be wrong. I haven't played the battle, the ground battles too much with with Bespin because it seems like it's everything's out in the open except for every now and then you can kind of go through a building. I imagine it being a lot like the Jabba the Hutt's palace map. Okay. There are some open areas. We'll see those in the hangars and stuff like that. But for the most part, they're intricate rooms and stuff. Because, um, okay. I mean, I think the original Battlefront 2 did a really good job with that map. Yeah. Uh, wasn't a hundred percent accurate to the movie, but it, they, it couldn't be because there's so many. Players. Yeah. But if they're able to create some really cool, you know, eight-player maps or sixteen-player maps, I think I would be pretty happy with that. All I want to do is is walk the hallways of the, the the Death Star and for it to feel like I'm in the movies. And they've done a really good job with the other maps so far in this game. Okay. Heck, yeah. You know I, really cool. What? It, it probably won't happen, but maybe. I want to see a mode where they they me, uh, mesh the space battle and the ground battle together, like they did in uh, the second Battlefront game. Because it was they didn't it wasn't as cool as a thing in Battlefront 2. It wasn't highly used, but I thought it would be really interesting to get in a turret or to go from from land to space or or, or space dock to space yeah. and get involved in that battle. I think if they can pull that off, it will be a huge success. Yeah, that's that's what I enjoyed there. But um, I would I would like to see the throne room, the Emperor throne room, somehow. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Um, and you know maybe you know maybe we go in and we can go into one of the uh, the docking bays and we we see the the Falcon there um, or or something else. I mean it's it's kind of interesting they're going that route because we didn't really see at least in the movies we didn't see any. Rebel fighting on the Death Star, other than uh, you know when Luke and Han and them were there. So, but maybe hey, we'll, maybe we're about to see something in Rogue One. Ooh, 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 we could, we could. Good point. So, all right, well, we're out of time. That's that's it. That we're, you know, we could talk forever. <laughs> that's all she wrote, folks. I mean, really. Hey, still here? We could we could keep talking. What was that? McKay's still here. Yeah, McKay's still here. That's yeah, kind of, I was I was just waiting for you guys to start talking about Galactic Conquest, you know, like the best mode about Battlefront. That, uh, <laughs> we're out of time. That uh, oh, that's too bad then. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So uh, with that said, uh, tune in as always. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and tell us uh, what you like about us. And uh, you know, if you Give are comments, uh, what was that? Give us all your compliments. Um, all yes, time. comments. You know, compliments, comments. You hate us, whatever. We like it. And not only that, if you're in Salt Lake uh, on September first, second, or third during Salt Lake Comic Con, come come say hi. Um, we're probably going to be running around with Zentacrawler shirts, and so it will be easy to spot. 
we'll be doing all sorts of crazy fun stuff and uh, you know I, I think Snorlax needs to come back and start asking some questions Agree. oh for sure Yeah. so with that said uh, we're out of here second nerds Deadpool wow Jess way to <laughs> way to just come at the end of the episode it's funny hey don't even say a word you weren't there either Hey Dungeon Crawlers fans, it's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the geek revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible we've got some great things in the works uh coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews and the more people we can get listening to the show liking our pages the more interest we can get and the bigger uh, more entertaining interviews we can get so please 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 help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help so with that said i'm gonna say we're out of here and catch you next time and of course join the geek revolution